Hi there, this is Fiona from IELTS with Fiona and today we're going to look at a reading. It's a general training section three, so that means it's good for academic skills as well. And the question types we're focusing on are headings and multiple choice and gap fill. So there's lots of practice in this one today and it's an interesting topic that I think is really relevant to IELTS task two, your writing and your speaking. I think there's lots of things we can learn in today's lesson. The title of the reading is called Plastic is No Longer Fantastic. So you know the topic of plastic comes up so often in IELTS. This one is all about an inventor called Carlos Ferrando, a Spanish engineer turned entrepreneur. And he invented something after seeing something in a museum. So he, he has a design company called Kloska. This is paragraph two. And it talks about this stylish glass water bottle that he's designed. You can attach it to anything from a bike to a bag. Paragraph C says the whole aim, his intention, is to persuade people to stop buying water in plastic bottles. And he gives a little bit more detail about that. And he wants this bottle to look cool. And then it goes back in paragraph D to his story. And it kind of has a look historically at people's attitudes towards buying stuff. You know, 30 years ago, three decades ago, people used to want to show off and buy things like handbags and shoes and cars. Don't they still want to do that? But this makes the point that it was fashionable to be a consumer and to throw things away. Then paragraph E says that this is no longer desirable. This conspicuous extravagance is no longer desirable among consumers and that recycling has become fashionable. And even teenagers, he talks about teenagers think that these stainless steel um, water bottles are very cool, even though in the past they would have been considered really old fashioned. Then in paragraph F, it casts some doubt about whether the goal will succeed. It, it says that although it's, um, oh, the helmet, sorry, the bike helmet that he also designed, although it looks very beautiful, it's even in the Museum of Modern Art and it's, it's practical as well. Um, it's actually very difficult for any design entrepreneur to really take off in the global mass market. Though not as hard as it would have been in the past, because these days you can um, raise money much more easily for an, an, an invention compared to in the past when you had to rely maybe on banks or family members. The final paragraph sums up and says entrepreneurs are still using the last two options, the family and credit cards, but um, there are other ways of raising money. And it goes into some detail about using like a, a, a website, a, a recognized platform for funding these projects. He asked for people to donate £30,000. And in return, for each person who donated, he would give them a bottle. Um, and, and that's how he raised money. 
And then he talks about how much more money he needs if he wants a if if people want a coloured multicoloured bottle. So the cheaper one was grey and white. And he's got lots of backers, so it's a kind of nice story, which isn't very common, is it? I went through the paragraphs because the first set of questions is the list of headings and. I always think it's best to just get an overview of the reading before you look at the headings. I think the headings will make more sense once you've read very briefly the, the text. So let's have a look. There are eight headings, but only seven paragraphs. So that's important to know as well, because you think, well, only one of these is not used. And sometimes you get like four that are not used or three. And that's more confusing. But here you you know psychologically you can't go too wrong because only one is not used. Let's have a look at these headings. Number one says a time when opportunities were limited. So remember we talked about in the past it was difficult to get money for uh, inventions and stuff. I would go and look at that paragraph. The next one, the reasons why Fernando's product is needed. Well, you could answer that without looking at the text. You're, you're looking for the thing about, you know, us, us throwing away so many plastic bottles. Look for that one. In three, the heading is a no-risk solution. So the solution usually comes at the end, doesn't it? So remember we talked about how difficult it was for um, people to uh, sell their products on the mass market. And then there was this solution, this crowdfunding uh, website solution. Is it no risk? Yes, because anybody who gives more than $39, they get the water bottle themselves. So if they don't get enough money, then they won't go ahead and produce the water bottle. So there's a kind of explanation there about why it is no risk. Uh, the heading four says two inventions and some physical details. So there's been a lot of mention of in inventions, but we're looking for one paragraph where there are two inventions and that really comes right at the start because it's the background. It's it's a paragraph where it says produces a foldable bicycle helmet, but he has now also designed a stylish glass water bottle. So that's where it introduces the two inventions. Then paragraph five says the contrasting views of different sorry, heading five, says the contrasting views of different generations. So do you remember we talked about the idea that teenagers actually think the metal bottles are quite cool, whereas 30 years ago, when I was a teenager, they were totally uncool. This idea of carrying a flask with you, um, you know, it was much more cool to go to a shop and buy something. So look for that paragraph about the different generations. Um, heading six is the disturbing experience. And do you remember right at the start, it, it kind of introduces Carlos, the engineer, and it, it said that he went to 
well, we didn't talk about this, but it starts by saying that he went to see a museum and he saw a work of art that profoundly affected him. This work of art was called What Lies Under and it was showing a child lifting up a wave to reveal a cluster of assorted plastic waste. I wonder if we Google it, if we can find it. That would be interesting. So this artwork was designed to raise public awareness and it left the uh, inventor, Ferrando, very angry because he, you know, the thought of lifting up the ocean and seeing all that plastic. So it was a disturbing experience and that's right at the start. In... The heading number seven says the problems with replacing a consumer item. There's nothing that specifically addresses this in the story. It, it's simply not there. So if we go to paragraph heading for eight, V-I-I-I, looking back at why water was bottled. So remember the thing about the consumption which is in paragraph D, three decades ago. So I know that's quite similar to the one about the generations. But when you look at the reading, you can clearly see paragraph D talks about the consumption of people buying stuff. Everything was a commodity, a consumer item. That's paragraph D. And then paragraph E says the opposite, that now recycling is fashionable and that's where it talks about the different generations. So I think pretty clear. Now we've gone through them. Just going to summarise that for you. So paragraph A was the disturbing experience. Then it introduces his two designs, so the helmet and the bottle. Then in paragraph C it says why. So it talks about bottled waters, 100 billion business, 81% of the bottles are not recycled and it's only going to get worse. So then in paragraph D, um, it says, now this is important for later. It says, Ferrando's story is fascinating because it seems like an indicator of something unexpected. And that first line is important. He's kind of saying something is changing, I guess. And he uses the example of conspicuous consumption. And then next paragraph, today, though, it's no longer fashionable. And he talks about the teenagers. Then paragraph F starts. It is uncertain whether Kloska will succeed in its goal. And it talks about how difficult it is to sell things in the mass market. And finally, the options for people to invest and the success at the end. And that was paragraph G. And that gave us the answer, a no risk solution. Now, that was pretty straightforward, but the multiple choice questions aren't so straightforward. I think usually they're quite obvious, but these aren't, I don't think. Question 35. What does Ferrando say about his glass water bottle? So you can imagine you'd have to read the whole thing to go back and find this, but actually you don't. Um, you're just looking for any mention of Ferrando 
which comes in the first two paragraphs but actually where he's kind of speaking there are quote marks i tend to look for the quote marks so it's really early on let's look at the options a it matches his bicycle helmet well you can see that's a trick because yes he produced a bicycle helmet but he doesn't say it matches it it says it can be attached to a bicycle. It doesn't say they match. So forget that one. B, he says, B, it is cheaper than a plastic bottle. There's no mention of how much plastic bottles cost, only how much money they make. So it's, it's clearly a trick. C, he has designed it to suit all ages. Again, he talks about teenagers, but it doesn't say that he actually designed it to suit all ages, because how can a water bottle suit all ages? And D, so it has to be this one. It has to be this one. He wants people to be proud to show it. And that's where the speech marks come in. In paragraph C, he says... We are trying to create a sense that being environmentally sophisticated is a status symbol or status symbol, as Americans say. We want people to clip their bottles onto what they are wearing to show that they are recycling and to look cool. And that's what he wants. He wants people to be proud to show it. So that is 35D. Now, 36 is the one where I struggled a little. It says, what does the writer find fascinating about Ferrando's story? What does the writer? And, and usually this is quite clear. And even in paragraph D, it seems to spell out the answer. The first line of paragraph D says, Ferrando's story is fascinating. So this is the writer speaking. Ferrando's story is fascinating because it seems like an indicator of something unexpected. And then it goes on to talk about the change of attitude. So when you look at A, it says the youthfulness of his ideas. Well, no, he doesn't think his ideas are youthful. There's no mention of that. B, I think, is the trick. The old-fashioned nature of his products. Now, he does kind of say that they're old-fashioned. This is where I struggled. But that goes in paragraph E. He says, they feel oddly out of date to anyone over the age of 40. So that's a fact. Does he find that fascinating? Well, let's see if we can get something closer. See the choice it is creating for consumers. It's not really creating a choice. And he certainly doesn't say that's fascinating. There is no choice. It's either you buy a water bottle or you don't. So I don't think it's creating a huge choice. And then D is the correct answer. It says the change it is revealing in people's attitudes. And I think this is the answer. Well, it is the answer, but I think the word indicator is important, that it's, it's indicating a change in attitude. And 
That is literally what he says in the first line. So he does spell it out for us. But I think the trick is about the old fashioned nature of. Well, his, it says here his products, plural, but actually it's only the the flask, the bottle that the writer said was old fashioned, certainly not the helmet. And then finally, another question about the writer, which is about the helmet. What does the writer suggest about the bike helmet? What does he suggest? Let me read the four things to you. A, it has both functional and artistic value. So it's functional, it works well, and artistic, it looks good. And remember, this is the helmet now, not the bottle. So you have to go forward to where he talks about the helmet. B, its main appeal is to older people. C, it has had extraordinary success worldwide. Or D, it is a more exciting invention than the glass bottle. Than the glass bottle. <laughs> okay, so... This is what he says about the helmet. We don't know if it will succeed, although it's available in some outlets in New York, including the Museum of Modern Art. Now, that's a clue. It's in the Museum of Modern Art. What does that tell you about the helmet? I think you need a bit of cultural background here, don't you? Because you need to know that for something to be in the Modern Art Museum, it must look good. And that's exactly what he's saying, that that is the answer. It has a functional and artistic value. It's A. The other ones you can discount. He doesn't talk about the main appeal is for older people. Not true. Hasn't had extraordinary success. And he doesn't compare it in terms of excitement which one is more exciting. He doesn't make that comparison. So it's very clearly a functional, good, good word for task two, and artistic value. Finally, the last part is a gap fill summary, and the title is Funding a Smart Invention. So the title tells you exactly where to go, tells you to go to the last paragraph or two, last two paragraphs, and one word only. So here we go. I wonder if you could guess these now without looking. 30 years ago, the methods used by creators to fund their projects involved getting money from the bank or from someone in the... What's the answer? <laughs> So the text said either borrow money from a bank, a bank loan or from a family member or use a credit card. So the grammar is going to help us here. You've got the bank, the family or the credit card, but which one fits? Um, and it says from someone in the, so family is the only one that fits there. Um, then he says in order to get immediate funding, the method Ferrando took was to use a well-known something to advertise his product and request financial support. What does it say? It says 
Ferrando posted details about his water bottle venture on a large recognised platform for funding creative projects. A large recognised platform, that's three words, for funding creative projects. So which word do you choose? The gap says a well-known, so well-known is synonym for recognised, forget large, just put platform, a well-known platform. And you probably know these kind of platforms, I think like just giving or GoFundMe, it's, it's a platform for raising funds. And the last thing is about Ferrando advised his donors, so donor is the people who donated to this fund, that his company would create bottles in two colours followed by a something bottle. So we need an adjective to describe bottle and we look at what he said about the colours. So he said uh, he promised to give a bottle to anyone who provided more than $39 in donations. If he received the funds that's the if, that's the, the no risk. He stated that the company would produce bottles in grey and white. If 60,000 was raised, a multicoloured one would be made. That's the answer. A multicoloured one, what does one mean? Well, a bottle. So the answer is a multicoloured, multicoloured. Oh, by the way, um, remember you can only have one word and I checked the answer book. This is book 16, General Training. This is my new book so I've got lots more examples for you coming up. So multicoloured is one word. You can put a hyphen there but they won't penalise you if, if you don't. They're just looking for the answer. Oh, that's interesting. Actually, it reminded me... Um, I've got an article on my website about hyphens and whether they're important or not. I had this kind of discussion with somebody who disagreed with me. <laughs> so, yes, hyphens are important in certain contexts, but not in others, and especially not in listening and reading. Because if they can see you've got the right answer, they are not going to worry about a hyphen. Please believe me. They're marked by humans not by uh, computers, and they want to know you've got the right answer. That's all. And also with hyphens these days, they're very, um, well, flexible maybe is not the right word, but remember we used to have hyphens for everything like email. Now we've dropped it. So now the role of hyphens is a bit ambiguous in words like that. People tend to drop them as long as it doesn't cause confusion. So Please don't worry about hyphens, especially in situations like this. Just copy the word as you see it in the text. And in the text, text actually, it's just one word. There's no hyphen. But in the answer, there is a hyphen. Well, it gives it an optional. You can put a hyphen if you want to. Okay, thank you very much for listening. Um, if you do enjoy this, I'd love to know who you are. I have no idea who listens, but every week I get 2,000 about listeners. So I'm really happy that you're listening. I really appreciate it. And just because that number never increases, 
and I'm happy with that small group. I feel much more comfortable with it. That means I can do more things that you ask me to. So if you ask for something, I can do it for you. So please do. And um, yeah, if you'd like to share this with your friends or anybody else, please do and give me a review, of course, so more people know about it. Thank you for listening. Chat soon. Bye-bye.